When you catch yourself doing nothing, not just for a day, not just for a couple of days, but for a while, how do you get yourself out of that period of inaction? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs, and you can always learn more about me and how to work with me over at heathergrayconsulting.com. Now, today I want to talk to you about what happens to business owners, managers, entrepreneurs, all kinds of leaders from time to time. And that's the idea of falling into a rut of doing your regular everyday tasks, completing what needs to be done, particularly those things where if you don't do them, it's going to affect somebody else. I think a lot of times when people are stuck in ruts, they will do what's necessary for other people so that they don't slow down a process, get in anybody's way, etc., etc. But they're not creating anything for themselves. They're not driving their jobs, their businesses, their teams forward towards future development. For a lot of people, it can feel as though they've lost their ambition. And this is a period of inaction where, yeah, you might be doing things on the outside looking in. It might mean, it might even look like you're making your benchmarks. It might even mean that like all the clients are getting their deliverables on time. You might even see that there's some, you know, mild new lead generation coming into your business or new things developing on your team. But you know that there is a missing ingredient and you know that missing ingredient on some level is you because you've fallen into a rut of phoning it in of only doing what's necessary with the minimal amount of time minimal amount of effort and the minimal amount of attention A lot of times this conversation in the entrepreneurial business and leadership space leads you towards motivation or it leads you to productivity. Like, and so suddenly people want to teach you productivity hacks or time management skills or, you know, some other thing. I tend to approach this really differently. And the reason why is from my own personal experience. When I look at my business that I ran, my brick and mortar private therapy practice for 10 years, when I look at the online business that I've had now since 2016, and I look at periods of inaction where, yeah, I might have actually done my job. I might have shown up for clients. I might have done the coaching, but I wasn't taking action to move the needle in my business or in my private therapy practice. I wasn't doing the lead generation activities to get new clients or to think about how I could establish myself as more of an expert, how I could establish expertise for a particular niche. I was doing what needed to be done, but very little else. And ambition is checked at the door. I think that's an experience some of you are really going to relate to. Now, sometimes it's just the new business owner mentality where it's like literally you just don't know what you're supposed to be doing, so you don't do anything. And sometimes it's the same thing when people pivot their businesses or they're ready to up level and they go to the next step that they don't know what it's going to look like. They haven't really clearly outlined their goals, so they, they're not quite sure what to do. That almost on some level is a 
different conversation too, because it goes more along the lines of business planning and strategy, or it goes along the lines of, you know, um, forward thinking. What I'm talking about is when the desire to do that seems absent. What do you do when you're not checked in or plugged into your job? And I think that the first thing we have to talk about is that we have to know it and own it. And what I observe in my client conversations and what I see happen in conversations on LinkedIn these days when people are talking about productivity, a lot of it is, is, you know, it all ends up falling into the burnout category of, oh, I've been working too hard. I've been doing too much. I've been too this, too that. And it becomes this reactive state of having done too much, burned the candle at both ends and not gotten enough done and not been focused or driven enough on a certain task or on a certain goal. And I, you know, I think there's a there's room in the conversation for burnout, but I also think that it's so easy to lump that into the burnout category and then to tell someone to just take care of themselves and to just go to the spa and to just take a couple of days off and that you know, uh, the thing I'm kind of known for is we have to put the oxygen masks on ourselves before we can go and save other people. And I'm absolutely a proponent for that. I am absolutely an advocate for people to be self-aware, to recognize when they're burning the candle at both ends, to ask for help, to take the break, and to fill up their gas tank. But a lot of times when I see an action, when I see a lack of motivation or that someone's drive has kind of been set outside the doors of the business, it's not about burnout. It's not about being afraid of what's next. It's really about a disconnect from their emotional experience. Now, as I say this, I practically can see half of you rolling your eyes of, oh my God, we have to have the feelings conversation with the host who's also a shrink. Yes, you have to have the feelings conversation with the host who's also a shrink. Because when people are stuck in a pattern of inaction, it is largely, most predictably, because you haven't dealt with your crap. You haven't paid attention to your emotional well-being. You haven't given attention to your mental strength, your mental fitness, and how much mental energy you have left in your proverbial mental battery that you might be running on empty and it's a case of burnout, but more often than not, it's a case of being numbed out, not wanting to deal with an uncomfortable conversation, not wanting to have a hard talk with someone, not wanting to set a boundary, or encountering parts of your experiences from your childhood, your early adulthood that are starting to play into the stories you have and the way you approach your work today. Now, one of the things that keeps happening to me as I work with clients and I have these client conversations is that it's not ever just about the work. 
I start learning about marriages that are falling apart at the seams. I start learning about disrupted and um, traumatized childhoods, difficult things that have been survived, loss that's been overcome, that we bring our stuff and our stories with us to business. And because we don't see an obvious spot for where they belong in our work, in our leadership, in our businesses, we shove it down and we try to shove it out of the way. But what ends up happening when we don't deal with those things, when we don't pay attention to the fact that we haven't been feeling well for a while, that we haven't been sleeping particularly well, that we're easily distracted or we're gaining weight or, you know, fill in the blank with your own sort of ailment, when you're not checking in with yourself on that, you're not taking care of yourself. And so often what happens for business owners is they can, they can identify that because I can say something like, well, where does it hurt? What's bothering you? What are you not talking about? Um, one of my favorite questions to use with clients is, what, I, what don't I know in this story? Because you've done a really good job of letting me know your numbers. I know your KPIs. I know your goals for yourself. I know the things you've tried. I know the things that haven't worked. But what don't I know? And more often than not, the most critical information is the emotional health and the emotional well-being of my client. And more often than not, it's going to be the key indicator for you too. So one of the things that I think that we have to do, if we are really going to have honest conversations about mindset, if we're really going to help you move the needle in your businesses and get away from this stuck feeling of inaction, we have to look this sucker in the eyes. And I think so often business owners and managers and leaders are so afraid of looking anything that might be uncomfortable in the eyes because they feel like they can't afford the distraction. They don't know what's going to come up. They don't know how they're going to be challenged. They don't know what reactions it's going to create. So they simply play it safe and they shove it down and they don't deal with it. But until you pull the dirt up, until you really pull at this thing and find out the roots, you're going to continue to grow in action. That's what happens. Because if you're not looking at it and you're not examining it, and all you're doing is beating yourself up and saying, you should have gotten this done, you can't believe you didn't finish that, and all of that, then you're not looking in the right direction. What I am challenging you to do today is to examine why you're not moving. What are the thinking errors getting in the way? What are the stories and who are the stories from, from other people and what are they telling? Um, and how are they informing your decisions? What goals do you have that you're currently suppressing? What fears do you have that you're currently suppressing? But also too, what joys and dreams are you currently suppressing because you don't think there's a way to make it happen or you can't see yourself to that particular destination? I know that a lot of people like to leave their mental health and their mental strength at the door when it comes to mindset. It's comfortable to have this dumbed down version to deal with when we talk about how we move through the world and what we want our lives and businesses to look like. But what we really need to do 
if we want to get on track, if we want to start thinking about our businesses and our lives in a forward thinking motion, we have to really examine what's holding us back because that's what the inaction represents, where we are being held back, where we have this idea that we're not executing on, when we have this plan and we're not exploring it with curiosity, or we have this question and we're not bothering to try to find the answer, that by and large, when you find yourself in a period of inaction, beneath that dead space is something you very likely have to deal with. And sometimes it means you need to get help with it because it's such a big, scary thing to approach on your own. But other times you just have to take it one beat, one moment, and one breath at a time. Approach it with curiosity and see what the moment has to tell you. And see what is the unmet need, what is the emotional experience you're having, And what would resolution of this look like? Because so often we carry dead weight because we haven't gotten conscious about what resolving that dead weight and relieving ourselves of that dead weight is going to mean and look like for ourselves and our businesses. So when I talk to people about it, as I'm talking to you about it today, I am not talking about some big dig excavation that's going to hit on so many pain points and, you know, cram you with sensitivity. I just want you to be curious because whatever it is, you already know. It has already at least crushed your mind once and you've cast it aside and haven't paid attention. Perhaps it's popped up again and you shove it off to the side. But if you don't know what the weight is of your stuff, the things that you're stressed about, the things that you're hurt about, the places in your body and your mind and your heart where it hurts, if you're not paying attention to those and dealing with them head on, you are bringing that dead weight with you to work because it has nowhere else to go. And so what I'm really encouraging you guys to do today is a self-inventory to look at how often are you doing the things you say you're going to do? How often are you completing the tasks that you said you were going to complete? And if you're noticing yourself stuck in a period of inaction, I want you to work on it. But I also, rather than just jumping to the next task and beating yourself up, I want you to be curious. What have you been thinking? What have you been feeling? What are the sort of debts that you're carrying, the weight you're carrying? What is going on that you haven't confronted head on that's starting to bite you on the butt a little bit? Because so often what ends up happening is people just want to power through. They catch themselves in this period of low motivation. They catch themselves not taking action and they go, that's it, I just have to do this. And then they rush and they hand in something kind of half-assed. What I want you to do is to trust that you are going to be able to manage yourself and take care of the situation and the outcome. If you can have confidence with yourself that even if you don't know the answers, even if you don't have it all mapped out, you have a good 
good idea, then you are going to equip yourself with people who can help you, people who can guide you, and people who can offer you next steps. But typically what happens if you don't do this self-examination, if you don't start to get curious about how you're struggling or why you might be struggling, you run with the story that you're fine and you disconnect from the learnings and the teachings that you really do need to grow your business. It is so easy when you're not motivated and you've lost sight of your ambition to say you're in a mindset problem. You are having a mindset problem right now. But the other piece to this is you and I both know that doesn't tell the whole story because it's not about mindset. It's not like you suddenly stop believing in yourself. It's that something changed in your environment that started to change the story you're having about yourself. And that's what we want to dig at. That's what we want to figure out. And that's the conversation we want to have. Now, I had kind of daydreamed a little bit about giving these hypothetical examples that I could toss your way because I have talked to a lot of business owners and I do have these hypotheticals, but I think it would be far better if you and I had a conversation. If you were willing to send in a letter to the show to share your experience of an action, and then I can offer you suggested next steps because I think the tricky part of this is, is there's no cookie cutter solution. We can't template our way out of this. We have to confront it heads on and I know that you can do it, but you can't do it if you're simply focusing on ignoring it and pushing through to productivity. You have to look at it and ask yourself what you're willing to do for the life and business you want to have. Thank you so much for thinking about this today. I know this only sort of hits the tip of the iceberg for this conversation, but again, um, I need somebody to send in a specific situation so that I can problem solve it more efficiently. It's really hard to have this conversation in hypotheticals. So I'm starting it here with the hope that a listener or two will write in and we can continue it there. If you have a question about this, if you have a suggestion for this topic, or if you have something that you'd like to say to me or ask me that's totally unrelated, any way you need it, you can find me over at Heather at Heather Gray consulting.com. Thank you so much for considering what I had to say today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.